In today's episode, we are talking about a sport that you may or may not have heard of yet. It's called pickleball, and it is a uh, ever-growing sport. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's kind of like tennis, kind of like badminton, kind of like ping pong. That's why they call it pickleball. So uh, today we have an expert in the field. Her name is Lynn Cherry, and she's going to take us through all the ins and outs of the game and why you may want to consider picking it up. Yeah, the thing is, I, I heard about pickleball from a, a client of ours, and uh, he picked it up right prior to, I think, within a, a little bit of time of, of retiring. And it's a sport that has been this sport that you can go into, uh, even if you've never played any kind of sport before, maybe you've never played tennis, you've never played um, ping pong or any of those things. But it, this is something that has grown within the pre-retirement and retirement community. And it's actually now got uh, the younger crowd kind of excited because they're going, wow, this looks like a lot of fun and it's uh, super easy to pick up. But Lynn kind of takes us through that and gives us a great resource if you want to learn how to do this. So if you've never played pickleball and you just are curious, just listen to this episode because it might it might pique your interest going forward. By the way, if you've not had a chance, go check out our website, which is pomwealth.net. I encourage people to go to the blog page because if you are getting close to or already in retirement, it is a fantastic tool to be able to get your answers, questions to your answers or questions, your questions answered, ah, your <laughs> questions answered. Uh, this is the way, you know, this is uh, live. We don't uh, do a lot of cutouts on our, in our podcast, but anyway, go there. You can get answers to your questions and uh, it's a great uh, resource. But before we get into our show, Merce needs to do a quick disclosure. That's right. The information contained in this podcast is intended to provide general information only, not to be considered individualized advice. Different types of investments carry different levels of risk. As always, please contact your financial professional for advice appropriate to your situation. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. This is the place where high achieving professionals come to gain confidence on how to successfully navigate their transition into and life during retirement. There's no such thing as a passive retirement plan. To have a successful financial future, your plan must be actively managed. Each week, we will bring you action plans and expert interviews that will help you gain insights, learn fresh perspectives, and finally experience peace of mind about your retirement. Here to help you achieve your dream retirement and live the life you deserve are your hosts, certified financial planners, Raiden Stansel and Merce Tariq. Welcome everyone to our Monday podcast where we are trying our best to always bring somebody that can uh, uh, enlighten you, whether it be in financial things, legacy or lifestyle. Today is a lifestyle show um, and we have with us Lynn Cherry who is a pickleball expert. So Lynn, thank you so much for coming on and talking with us today. It's great to be on, happy to be here today. So this idea of, um, of pickleball, I'll tell you a quick story. We have a client of ours in particular that he loves playing. He started playing a little bit, I think before he actually retired, but then he got his wife into it and then uh, they now play together. And it's actually been fantastic throughout the COVID scenario because they were able to get out and be outside and do things. So uh, I don't know how big of a topic this is with a lot of folks, but I'm hearing more and more about it. So could you just kind of give us a little bit of background, maybe about yourself, how you got into it? And then I know you have a whole podcast on it. So can you give us a little bit of background and about that and your world of pickleball? 
Absolutely. Honestly, I had never heard of pickleball until I moved to Connecticut in 2018. And I had been in North Texas for 25 years, had never heard of it, was always really athletic. And so when I moved to Connecticut, I'm like, well, what am I going to do indoors during the winter? Because with my knees and stuff, I couldn't ski or do anything like that or snowshoe. So I just looked at the local recreation center to see what they were offering. And I'm like, wow, there's something called pickleball. How, how weird is that? But I looked it up on YouTube, of course. And I'm like, wow, you know, that looks great. Cause I played, you know, open level racquetball, played a little bit of tennis. And I'm like, that's the perfect game. So I went to the rec center here in, uh, you know, central Connecticut. And uh, there was, you know, people playing in the gym. And as soon as I kind of peeked my head in the door, they're like, Hey, you want to play? And, and I'm like, Oh no, no, no. I'm just going to watch. And, and, you know, they come over, they hand me a paddle and say, come on, come on, get on the court. And so I, I hit the ball a few times and uh, you know, it was uh, being addicted to the sport um, immediately. And, and you'll hear that from just about everybody who plays the game that pretty much the first time they got on the court, they became addicted to the sport. Yeah, I've heard um, I have some friends that are uh, a little bit younger than I guess that the, the, the typical demographic that's playing uh, pickleball and they they walked up to a court kind of like you did. And they said everyone was so nice and inviting. And uh, and so they joined in just to kind of learn the game and everyone taught them the game pretty quickly. Uh, and they said they had so much fun. Um, so I, I'm excited to learn more about it and to eventually pick it up I, it, from what I have seen and just some like. YouTube clips and stuff like that. It seems like, I think there's, I mean, a few aspects to it. One, I guess we, we could start with is, could you compare it to someone, maybe someone has played tennis all their life. And, uh, and if you look at a pickleball court, it looks kind of similar, but maybe a little bit smaller. So could you compare some of the differences, um, between maybe pickleball or, and tennis, I think are probably the most comparable just from a, 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 a view perspective. Absolutely. And, and you're right. The pickleball court does look a lot like a tennis court, but it's much smaller. A pickleball court's only 20 feet by 44 feet. So it's, you know, half the size essentially of a, of a tennis court, but the net's about the same height, fairly, fairly close. But the interesting thing is that, you know, there are so many people who come into pickleball who have never played a sport before, but then you do have tennis players who come in and, you know, they immediately are pretty darn good at the sport. Now, with that being said, tennis players, you know, like to hit the ball hard. And there's much more to pick a ball than that. There's kind of a, a soft game, which is with, you know, soft shots, dinks, drop shots, like you might see in tennis and things like that. And, uh, you know, sometimes it takes a little bit for the tennis players to actually learn the game of pickleball, because it's not just all about hitting the ball hard. I mean, think about it. We're essentially hitting a wiffle ball, which is essentially what a pickleball is not with a, a racket with strings, but it's actually just with a, a, a paddle typically made out of, of graphite. And it's also much smaller than a tennis racket. You know, most pickleball paddles are maybe 15 by eight inches and with a fairly short handle. And so, um, you know, those are some of really the biggest differences between the two games and pickleball is a little bit more about 
um, not making errors, you know, if you really want to do well and win, whereas in tennis, you know, you might go for an ace on a serve or something like that. Well, in pickleball, you only get one serve. So you're much, you're trying to be much more consistent and, you know, get the ball in the court. So you mentioned something a little bit earlier. You talked about your, um, I think you said your knees and playing other, doing other stuff. You know, I have bad knees too, by the way, I'm, I, my knees are getting worse and worse. And I, and my question is if you play pickleball, I'm assuming then that you can play at a pace that, you, you know, in my mind, tennis, I think of, I'm running all over the place to play. Um, so in pickleball, is it, is it a ton of movement that way? I mean, do you like, how active do you get during play? It depends on the level you play, certainly, but I'm, I'm with you. I actually have no ACL in one of my knees because I tore it and then I never had it surgically repaired. So I hadn't, I hadn't played uh, a court sport until I found pickleball because I looked at it and I'm like, wow, this court is so much smaller than a, a tennis court. And so I do have a much smaller area to cover. But one of the things that pickleball is because so much of the game is near the net, we'll say. There's actually a line called the non-volley zone line, and you cannot go into that area and hit the ball in the air. If it bounces, you can go into that area. But what it does essentially is it puts you most of the time seven feet away from the net, and it becomes a very fast game. You know, bang, 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 you're hitting shots, you know, hard at each other. And you do have a certain amount you have to move. And just like tennis, somebody can lob over your head. Um, so there is definitely, um, you know, the, because the court is much smaller, that's really why you're not moving so much, but you, you still, still have to move some. Gotcha. So, um, I, I've, I've read about this sport and it, and it seems like, you know, there's a, a social aspect to it as well. It seems like every time I've seen it, I know that it can be played in a singles version, I think, but it seems like you see it more in a, in a double style type of format and you're in a much smaller court. Um, so it, is there a social aspect to it that, you know, that makes everyone want to play this? It's that makes it so much fun. You know, I think there absolutely is. I mean, that's one of the greatest things about pickleball is, you know, even if you've never played a sport, you can pick it up the very first time you go out and play and have a good time because it's easy to learn. You don't have to spend all this time with, technique like you do with tennis just to even get the ball over the net and in the court so that's what makes it so appealing and what's great too and one of the things that i think makes it really really social is that you can walk onto a court and play with people who you'll see beginners and we'll call them experts playing together whereas in you know something like tennis i hate to say it even though i played tennis for a few years it's a little bit more elitist where people only want to play with people of a certain level because otherwise it's not fun. But that's what's great about pickleball is that it's fun really regardless of what level of person that that you're playing with. And so because of that atmosphere and people being so inviting, you know, that's really what makes it a, a great social sport. So I know I, I've never played tennis, but I, I play uh, ping pong. If you're playing as a, as a team in ping pong, you're supposed to be in every other hit. Is that the same when pickleball? Like you, or you, or is it only if it comes in your zone, you can hit it again. Or when the ball comes back to you, you're supposed to trade off as far as your teammate. No, actually in pickleball, you do not need to 
trade off. So once the server hits, the server does have to hit to a certain person and they have to return the ball. But once that occurs, you can hit the ball, either partner can hit the ball. So it, it's not limited like it is in ping pong. And you said something about a no volley zone. So I, I know we're doing this over audio, so it's going to be hard to kind of turn this into something people can grasp, but uh, we can try. <laughs> and so um, let's say I ser- I have to serve to you, Lynn, and you I serve it over to you. What What is your response? I know there's something about you. It, it, there's a certain area that there's something that you cannot do. And I know there's a certain amounts of times that the ball has to bounce maybe um, before you can kind of return it. So take us through that. Cause it's a little bit different than any other sport I've ever played. That's true. That's called the double bounce rule. So say I'm serving the ball to you. Okay. So the serve is one, your return is a second hit. And then that third ball, it's coming back to the serving team but they cannot hit that ball in the air. They have to let it bounce on the court. So that's the second bounce. So that's why it's called the double bounce rule. So you've got to have the two bounces before, and then you can do whatever you want with it. So now I know you said this is easy to learn and and uh, you can kind of come in and pick it up. I guess you got to have at least somebody that's got a little bit of an understanding of the rules, but is there like, I don't know, um, a quick, easy way that let's say that, you know, me and Merce have never been, have never played, but we take our wives and we decide we want to go play. Is there something that we could do that could give us like a, a, a little bearings on what the rules are and how to get set up and all that kind of thing? Yeah, that's actually a great question. I mean, you're talking kind of, I think they're about rules and equipment too. Um, so obviously the first thing is to yeah, I, I priced it out the other day. You can basically buy four paddles, a couple balls, and even a net for about a hundred dollars. So the economics of the game, you know, really make a lot of sense. And then in terms of the rules, uh, you can find the rules on the USA Pickleball website. So there actually is a kind of a govern, we'll call it a governing body for the sport in the US. And there's actually a couple ones internationally too. Um, but you can go on there and, and find the rules, but the, the game, you know, the game is pretty simple and you can just watch a few YouTube videos or pretty much just, you know, go, go show up wherever they're playing pickleball near you. I mean, cause nowadays there's uh, probably 3000 plus 4,000, uh, places that you can go play pickleball and, you know, with your audience, if they're thinking about retiring and maybe traveling around in an RV, Uh, there's probably a couple hundred RV resorts, which have pickleball courts too. Hmm. I hope that you are enjoying the show. By the way, if you are in or nearing retirement and are someone who wants to gain clarity on what questions you should be asking, learn what the biggest retirement myths are and identify what you could be doing to achieve peace of mind for your retirement, get started today by requesting your complimentary video course, Four Steps to Secure Your Retirement. To access the course, simply visit pomwealth.net forward slash podcast. If you're new here or you haven't done this yet, this is definitely the first step to get started in applying these principles to your life. So head over to pomwealth.net forward slash podcast and check us out. Yeah, that's, I think that's really important. The cost of entry into the sport is, I mean, next to nothing when you compare it to something like a retiree that says, hey, I'm going to retire and I'm going to pick up golf. And all of a sudden you've got, you've got the equipment that you have to buy, the lessons that you got to take, all the balls that you're going to lose. 
Um, and then the green fees, car fees, all this stuff adds up to thousands of dollars just to be, to even to get to the point where you can decide, Hey, do I like this sport or not? Um, pickleball, like you said, a hundred bucks and you can learn it relatively quickly. Um, there's definitely a health aspect to it. It gets you out there, it gets you moving around, um, and probably not as much impact as a lot of other sports out there. Uh, and then there's a social aspect to it too. You can make a ton of new friends, uh, just by showing up on the court. And, and then you, I assume you kind of just hang around with them and you, you start setting weekly pickleball dates and stuff like that. So it seems like a win-win in every, in every direction. And I can understand why it's gotten so popular in the U S and probably all over the world. Um, is there anything that we've left out that we should ask be asking you while we have a, a pickleball expert in front of us about the sport, maybe about the unique uniqueness of it or anything like that? Well, one, one thing I do want to say is that pickleball was really known as a sport for, you know, people who are, you know, over, over 50 and even the statistics back in 2019, 75% of the regular players were, you know, uh, 55 and over. Well, due to COVID and like we had mentioned with the game being very COVID friendly, that number actually has dropped significantly. You have so many young people now coming into the sport, only about 60% of the participants now are over the age of 55. And just on the weekend, I was over at the courts and uh, a couple of people came onto the courts who I didn't know, but it was probably, you know, like a, a, a young guy who was maybe a freshman and, and, freshman or sophomore, I guess, in high school. And he, he came with his grandmother mm. and, uh, you know, you, you just see that because it's, it's one of the best sports or activities, you know, that really cuts across generations. Yeah. And we, we've kind of talked about it, um, as far as learning it, but say you learn it and you do get pretty good. I assume there's leagues as well, leagues around and, uh, tournaments that people could enter if they wanted to get into the more competitive nature of it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's hundreds of, of tournaments, probably thousands in the 2021, but there's even a professional, there's two professional pickleball tours, which are now being broadcast on CBS, ESPN, and then of course streaming. So, you know, people always kind of, you know, some people are a little bit reluctant to play pickleball just because even the name of the sport, um, and, and there's many people who basically guys who basically said, I don't want to try a sport with that silly name, but, um, <laughs> well, that, that is a good question. Do you know why it's called pickleball? We haven't really touched on that. Y yeah. Well, there's a couple different stories when it comes to why they call it pickleball, but pickleball was actually invented a long time ago, back in 1965. And there was three families who got, got together and uh, honestly, they, the sport was started because you had these three families and their kids were bored. And I guess they brought out the badminton net and then they realized that they didn't have a shuttlecock to play. And so they found a wiffle ball and they're like, well, that won't work with this uh, racket with string. So they grabbed some ping pong paddles and then they lowered the net because there was kids and that's how the game got started. Now there's a couple stories about the name itself and with the name, uh, one story is that the sport was named after one of the founding uh, founders of pickleball named after their dog, because when they <laughs> played pickleball, the dog would, you know, go grab the ball and, and run away with it. You know, it's a wiffle ball, but 
if you think about that, a wiffle ball wouldn't last long with a dog. But the other story is that apparently one of the wives of the founders said was a competitive rower. And apparently there's something in rowing where I guess the last boat that comes in, it's called the pickle boat. And it, basically the pickle boat can often be just a group of people who aren't used to rowing together. So, you know, it's just kind of a, a mismatch, we'll call it. And that's kind of how pickleball is. I mean, it's kind of a mix of ping pong, tennis, and and badminton. So everybody really likes the dog story. And uh, now pickleball's you know popular enough that it doesn't look like the name pickleball is going to go away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you mentioned something earlier about you know getting a couple of four paddles and a and a couple balls or whatever and a net. So that part now makes me think if you buy a net. Where, where would you set that up and how would you, if you go to a court, I guess you, do you need to have a net? Like, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm trying to think of how that would play out that you would need a net. You know, there's different, uh, there's obviously different places to play. A lot of people during COVID were playing in their driveway. So yes, they needed a net and then they, you can just chalk, uh, you know, take chalk and create the lines. But nowadays there's dedicated uh, pickleball facilities, you know, where there might be eight, 10, 20 courts. So no, you would not need an, a net there either. And, you know, sometimes if you go to a place where you're not really set up for pickleball or it's on a tennis court, cause sometimes they drop the lines for the pickleball court on a tennis court. And there's a place near me where you, you do, you do need to set up a net, or if you're in a gym, you do need to set up a net. Okay. And I guess the nets come with like stabilizers on either side that you kind of, I don't know, poles or whatever that you would do to hold the net. Yeah. Yeah. And, and honestly, nets like that nowadays, they're, they're designed, you know, really well. Um, but yeah, they're, they're easy to set up. And where's the best place to get that equipment? I mean, would you order it online or would you go to like a sporting goods place or what would you recommend on that for somebody who's listening and going, Oh man, I might want to try to get this. Yeah. That's a great question. You know, the first time I went, for, uh, and bought a pickleball paddle. I actually went into, I think Dick's sporting goods, but, um, there's lots of options for paddles on Amazon, but, um, yeah, when you're starting to play, you can get, you know, just even buy, uh, a couple paddles, a, a couple balls that comes as a set and, uh, you know, for 30 or $40, you're, you're good to go. Well, Lynn, this has been great. Um, before we go, uh, I know you have a uh, pickleball or a podcast that is dedicated to pickleball. So for anyone that is intrigued about this short conversation that we've had, uh, tell us a little bit about your podcast and how they could get to it. Right. I've got the uh, Pickleball Fire podcast and uh, you can just go to pickleballfire.com forward slash podcast to find it. And there it'll play on Apple or iTunes or Spotify or what have you. And um, you can also get more information on the sport on the pickleballfire.com website too. So yeah, that's, it's a pretty good resource for all your pickleball needs. Very good. And, and how often do you have a new podcast come out? I actually do two podcasts each week. One of them, I talk to a coach or a professional player or an instructor. And so that just gives more information on both the physical and the mental game. And then on Thursdays, I talk to different people in the industry. They could be, you know, pickleball paddle manufacturers. Uh, they could be people who uh, run tournaments, just kind of a, a variety of people in the industry. And, and also there, you know, the, the one other thing I should mention is that pickleball is a great sport 
for weight loss. I've got somebody coming up on my podcast who lost a hundred pounds wow. Wow. from playing pickleball. Uh, and then there's actually even one of the pro players that I talked to on the podcast, um, cause I think her name is Cassandra Gerke. Um, she, she lost like 60 pounds playing pickleball. So it's a, it's a, such a fun sport to play. I think, you know, if you need some activity, um, you know, not only will it be fun, but you know, you can really burn some calories if you need to or want to. Well, fantastic. Well, thank you very, very much for coming on our podcast. I know that, uh, uh, our listeners will enjoy listening to this as well as maybe doing some research and seeing if they want to get more into this, uh, idea of playing pickleball. So thank you very, very much. We certainly do appreciate it. All right. Thanks so much. All right, everyone that wraps up today's episode of the secure your retirement podcast. If you found value in today's episode, we would love nothing more than for you to head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and a review. Be sure to take a screenshot of the review before you submit it, and we'll send you a special gift. Our book, Get Off the Retirement Roller Coaster. Just email morgan at pomwealth.net with a screenshot of the review to get your gift. Also, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes as they're released every week. And finally, please share our podcast with your favorite social network so more of your friends and family can benefit from this information. Always remember, you've worked hard to get where you are, and now you deserve to have a retirement that works hard for you.